0: So I'm Gemma Sampson, I'm an event sports dietitian and today I'm chatting with Hayden McCormick about his experiences with nutrition during some ultra cycling races and so you just won the Tara. did I pronounce that right? (laughs) Yes, you just won that um, a couple of days ago Um, and yeah, like I'd love to hear about what you did with food in that event and how that differed to Badlands a couple of months ago.
1: Yeah. Um I guess the biggest the thing you have to remember in, in the Ultras it's like nothing's ever an ideal situation. So if you had like if you had someone following you in the car, you'd you'd eat completely different and do everything a lot different. because um, there's a few there's a few problems with it. One is like um obviously you don't know each day exactly uh how long you're gonna ride and how you feel. How- Tired, you are the conditions and also uh at what time you pass through town so for example you could you could be a big city be like sweet i can get like everything there and then you pass at like 10 o'clock at night and everything's closed and you're like ah the next one's like you know 200 k's away and 200 k's on a gravel bike on gravel of all your stuff is like you know like like 14 hours like it's it's just a long time so you can get into trouble um pretty easily without like with, with running out of food so i sort of try and um obviously start like fully like herby fully loaded just like the bags just um just chocker and obviously some of like you well i try and eat as much savory as i can just because you just get so over like you know like sweet stuff but i always take um like 10 better fuels for like backup because it's always pretty easy to find water and at least you've got something like even if you're hungry it's at least you've got some carbs going in um so you like
0: you carry like just like a couple of packers like how many would you sort of have as
1: like your backup because because the event's so long like it's uh you know it's like i don't know what i did it in like um like 60-something hours it's just like, if you, if you think of like normal nutrition and you want to take like 60 grams an hour or something, it's just impossible to one, carry that and two, your stomach's already like working pretty hard, you know, and there's a lot going on. Um, so yeah, obviously it's not ideal world, but you basically, um, I mean, I basically just like stop at the, we call them dairies, they're like little, uh, basically mini supermarkets um and i just i pretty much just buy the whole store <laughs> like, <laughs> i just get everything um but one big mistake i have made is um on the first day um in the tuatara i got like a big bag i like love red licorice yeah. so i got like a big bag of that and some lollies just to like I've got like a little food pouch that I just sort of like i don't eat them all at once but it's kind of like nibble away yeah. and um but it like, I don't know, you'd know what it did, but it did something to my mouth, and it was just like, my tongue was like, weird. Or <laughs> well, maybe
0: like, the chemicals, know. or the flavours, or the
1: colours, or something. Yeah, and then so, for like, the next two days, I was just like, oh, <laughs> this, is, this is average. Um. But yeah, I don't, I don't really know to what I eat, because I kind of just, there's no sort of right answer, it's just like, if I was at a shop, and they had like, bananas, I'd eat like, Three of them showed away, so I don't have to carry them. And then i we have these bars called um, One Square Meals, and they're kind of like, they're kind of like a pimped out muesli bar with like heaps of calories and heaps of carbs. And they taste like cardboard, but they're kind of like, you stop caring after a It's like food just becomes fuel. Yeah. You kind of, um, yeah, you kind of just resign to the fact that you have to keep eating. Yeah,
0: it's it's funny because like I think sometimes I see people trying to do go too healthy in like these sorts of races and and like you say like the calories and getting enough fats in is the most important thing. So sometimes you go for more simple stuff that you wouldn't eat every day normally in training, I guess.
1: That is, yeah, I think there's a couple of things there. Like one is um, when you do an ultra you, you go through like a lot of like highs and lows with like for no real reason other than you're just tired and i think if you have some sort of morale food it is actually super super good you're like oh you know it's not so bad for a bit and i had like um i think it was like nine pies throughout that thing You know, like a meat pie <laughs> yeah I just, and i was like craving something savory and lots of the times there just wasn't much you know so I just get like two pies at a time and just because they're obviously like, you don't want to put a pie in your bag <laughs> so you just eat two, and then like have all the other stuff like I could take with me um, in my bag. Um, but I think the thing people have to get their head around with these things, is just, you're not in an ideal situation, you know, you just sort of resign to the fact like you need to stop every, basically every opportunity you can and always be topped up. And then I guess the, the easiest thing to get wrong would be dehydration. Because um, I think in Badlands, um, me and Lucky were lucky because we just committed to taking um, a camel back and three bottles on the bike. Because we're like, well, what's one thing that can like, kill us? <laughs> like no water. So, because um, that, yeah, that was the tricky part about Badlands was there, was there was times there was no water for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. um and I think like in that one we saw a lot of people pull out early just because they just didn't have water. yeah I know um, there
0: was a pretty high scratch rate right
1: there. Whereas New Zealand's like pretty easy to find water you can always go to like a school or like a someone's house and like use their um use their hose um and yeah and sort of you're more like in this one I was more worried about where I could stop for food. And the other thing is like, I you don't are, study more worried
0: them. in New Zealand about food.
1: Yeah. Just because yeah. of like everything where we were riding. It's like, there's a few big cities, but then the rest of them sort of like after five o'clock, there might be one cafe in the town. And if you're not there, it's, there's no food. So for example, the last day from, I think I went about food for like 250 K like really? from my last stop, which was like a whole day of riding. And luckily, like I had heaps. But I was like, I just assumed one of the next towns would have something and just just no one did. And then you sort of see like your morale just starts going down and down and down. You kind of like start to get to that point when you're like, but this could this could just be I could be out. <laughs> so you, <laughs> rode, you he, rode
0: 250 without eating anything.
1: No, I had I had like the food in my bags. Oh uh, you couldn't, I couldn't you couldn't
0: collect and you couldn't refill and restock.
1: Yeah, I couldn't get anything. Um, but in Badlands I did do like nine hours of no food I had to eat figs off the side of the road (laughs) it was like fig trees and like the same cows maybe like um some other kind of plant and I was just yeah I was like full bear girls just like (laughs) just getting everything off the street um but yeah I don't know like I don't know if someone was to do one and they asked me what to eat I'd kind of just say like It almost doesn't matter (laughs) as long as like, you don't want to be eating sweet stuff all the time Yeah, and you obviously want to get like a good amount of carbs and fat in um, because you just, I just don't think you can eat enough on these things.
0: No, I don't. I think, I, yeah, like I say, I don't think you can. It's like I remember asking when I was working with some riders during Race Across America, and then I was speaking to a researcher about it. And he's like, "It doesn't matter what you eat. Is like as long as you get enough calories in, because there's going to be a deficit. And you just it's like a, an eating race. You just got to keep eating and keep getting those calories in, and yeah. wherever it comes from, it doesn't matter."
1: Yeah, I think I always try and like get like if you could stop at a cafe and get like in an ideal world get like. I don't know like scrambled eggs and then like a baguette that'd be great because like at least it's something like with some nutritional value yeah um because like yeah you can eat anything but also like I'd rather have like quite high carbs and just eat like some like a pie you know (laughs) but um yeah again it's just like sort of what you can get your hands on but
0: you're saying about like um Favoring salty, savory sort of stuff. So, like, what other things did you go for, or did you find useful other than like the pies?
1: Um, well, in hindsight, I should have got um, some creamed rice at the dairies because I forgot they had that there. Like, creamed rice would have been would have been the one. Um, but like, for stuff you can get on the road, um, pikelets, i had some of them like little pancakes yeah they were good um and then just the only other really stuff i had was just like the one calf that was open for me um i had like french toast and then uh poached eggs on toast and that was just like heaven
0: yeah it's like real food finally
1: (laughs) yeah um because the other the only other thing is too it's like the whole calorie thing like I committed to like not taking a sleeping bag or a baby bag not not really by choice just because um the stuff I ordered hadn't turned up and then the bed the sleeping bag I had was like a kilo and I was like I've already got so much stuff and I like kind of wanted to try it without it but it was (laughs) was a mistake it um (laughs) it was like pissing down a brain the like the whole first night and I just had a puffer jacket that got soaked and then so obviously then you're like shivering just burning more calories and then I only slept for like twenty minutes that night, but I just like you know like those little goat houses on the side of the road, like the little pins.
0: Yeah.
1: I just like kicked the goat out of his house, and <laughs> he's like slept there for twenty minutes. And then I woke up. I like it's so cold that, it's like, you just have to keep moving and eating.
0: Yeah.
1: Like the whole time, it's sort of like the only the only job you have is to move and eat. But, it's um, like
0: one of the things I often say to people is like, okay practice in your training sessions go and like go to a petrol station and like okay you got five minutes what can you grab what can you find and um
1: that's a a good practice
0: yeah
1: because because that like you're so tired you're not thinking straight so go in there and you kind of just like and you're you're actually at the point you're sick of food because that's all you've been doing like nothing really appeals to you and you kind of walk in and you're like zombie just like it's like yeah. grabbing stuff like if, this. You have
0: like if you have like a list of like five six things yeah. like, okay i'm always gonna buy if there's bread cheese bananas chocolate chips like tuna like whatever i get i get it and then it's in the bag
1: that would be a good idea i think the one thing too i always get is um i always try and have like a lot of snicker bars in the bag just because if worse comes to the worst you've always got them there and they're like pretty good for the morale yeah um yeah and like yeah stuff that's not hard to eat on the bike too like i, I always try and now i'm sort of coming back to me with the stuff i ate now. i was always getting um muffins as well
0: uh-huh.
1: and just leaving them in the bag but i think from like a sports nutrition side of things like probably after the race is more important than the days before just because like for a few days you kind of have like very little to any nutritional value going in you know So it's sort of like, yeah, afterwards and before, you need to be pretty tip-top.
0: Yeah, I suppose. What what sort of foods did you then crave after when you finished them?
1: Um, What did I feel like? Um, I actually just felt like a lot of vegetables and like chicken. I don't know why. I just like, yeah, just again, just savoury stuff
0: yeah probably like um, I don't want carbs but, I don't really want carbs I don't yeah. really want like fat like just give me vegetables and <laughs> make like,
1: it plain maybe like a roast meal would be like the dream to finish on um yeah but it's a hard one like it's actually like the, the last two I've done of these I've been like so unorganized going into it like like really really last minute but if I actually like sat down now it'd be interesting to see like if I did another one sort of like what the plan would be, but it's just so hard because every country is different, they have different food, they have different shops, they have different hours. And like so you say, you can't, run.
0: there's things that you just can't plan for cause you might be like, oh yeah, there's a supermarket there. I'm going to get there on time. And then you get there and you're like, yeah, we're on holidays, we're closed.
1: Yeah, exactly. And it just breaks your heart when it happens. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, I'd say Badlands was definitely harder for food and water yeah because
0: with with, did you go in like you say you didn't hadn't planned it that much but then did you go in with like carrying a day's worth of food more or less or
1: yeah pretty much like pretty much pretty much had like a day's worth of food but I was like consuming it at a a higher rate than I thought
0: (laughs) was that because you you were hungry or like
1: because you're bored or I don't know. Just I was just felt genuinely hungry. <laughs> but, um, like I was like asking Locke, like, because he's done a few. Like, like, what do you normally take, man? He's like, oh, I don't know, bro. Just like whatever. And <laughs> he's like more organised than me. And He goes to the supermarket. He's just getting like digested biscuits and stickers. And I'm like, I don't know if I copy him or not. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's honestly just like as long as you're eating enough and you plan having enough water and stuff like that and electrolytes Mm. yeah because there's two good things about electrolyte tabs is one uh they make the water taste better if you like fill up from like a stream or something (laughs) and then two like you just need them i think for that distance like because you're you're basically oh the way i did it i was basically working like 23 to one ratio like 23 hours on one hour off um, which is a lot of time for, like, your body to be moving. Mm. Um, yeah, so, yeah.
0: And you, especially if you're in the desert with bad lines and you're sweating loads as well. So um, you'll get some of that from the foods that you're eating, especially if you're getting more of those salty things. But, um, yeah, you'll be sweating a lot. And if you're drinking a lot, then you end up with a bit of an imbalance there.
1: Yeah, it would be super interesting to, like, I wish I could have wrote down, like, everything I ate and drank for mm-hmm. this last one. But you honestly stop caring like, pretty, soon, <laughs> like, pretty early on. Just like, like you have this, I had this idea. i just like write down everything I eat, but you kind of end up in a rush, you know? And you're, you're so tired. You do want to be like trying to like type everything out. and
0: Yeah. Especially uh, when you're sleep deprived, you're only getting like little like pockets of sleep.
1: Yeah. It'd be super interesting to see uh, like how, like the calorie deficit, you know? Because like the the training stress score for these things is like three (laughs) thousand. Do you find yourself like
0: that? You're super hungry for days afterwards.
1: Um, yeah, you are pretty hungry. More like if like I went for a recovery ride yesterday, I'm like, oh, I'm starting to hunger bonk. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're obviously like so depleted. Um, but that's a funny one because like even though you've done something like that like even like yesterday I was like oh, I feel like I'm just eating too much now you know like am I just being a pig <laughs> yeah. but um you probably I think you just need it for a few days um yeah yeah I know
0: for sure and like because how like when you're doing like the races like um like the road races and stuff like what are you eating then like I'm guessing this is quite different to what you're eating on the road races
1: Yeah. Um, I normally just aim for like the kind of standard, like 60 grams an hour. Um, but I, to be honest, I, I really like racing on, um, like better fuel and stuff now, Mm. just because I know one bottle is basically an hour and then you kind of don't have to worry too much about it. Yeah. Um, but I definitely, I think I definitely prefer to eat like more solid food early. Um, and then sort of like save the jars and stuff. But yeah. Um, but just, I guess, like, sort of your standard cyclist, like, nothing nothing crazy, you know, just the normal gels, bars, rice cakes. Um, what else? Yeah. Because <laughs> the other thing I was thinking um, during these races, you know, like, if you do a race or a training, you have a gel. Like, I've never had a gel and thought, like, I feel great. <laughs> like, i like but like, I've done, you know, when you do a ride and you have like a Snickers and a Coke? Yeah. And you're like, I'm sending it home now. And I'm like, there's got to be something in that. Like, I don't know if it's like the morale side of things or if it's just like that somehow that nutrition's good for you at that time.
0: Which <laughs> like, I mean, I suppose you, you get in like the caffeine and um, it was like the, with the Coke, um, I don't know if you've done it before, but like diluting it like kills the bubbles um so if yeah, you yeah. like
1: I've never done that but I've heard of people doing that
0: honestly I, I, I was very doubtful but it actually does and I've done it before where I've like done I've like sculled half the coke and then um poured the rest in my bottle because I didn't want to drink the rest of it and 50 coke and water is really palatable it's like it, it's you think that's going to taste really weird but um it was actually quite easy to drink especially at the end of like a, if you've been doing a really long ride and you don't want yeah. anything super sweet so that is um a pretty good one but yeah i think it like i think it's definitely you can't underestimate the whole mood mood food thing and when you're sleep deprived and um your probably emotions are kind of like all over the place at times if you if yeah. you're that tired um anything that's going to give you that little like perk um yeah. definitely yeah and then like really who yeah life, I, think, I, I think anyone that says life. they enjoy drink, eating gels is
1: Crazy, <laughs> yeah. Because I like really, I'm not a fan of like McDonald's in general. And then like that first night, I just found myself craving like a bacon egg McMuffin, like yeah. for eight, you know. And it's like for hours, you like have this food, you just like want, yeah. And then you don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's You're like can I
0: like go through drive-through on my bike? Will they let? Will they give
1: me? <laughs> oh, the worst part's like embarrassing because you like you smell so bad and you're just in this state man like people and like you forget that everyone's just doing their normal life yeah and you're just kind of like rolling around it's like an absolute mongrel and they're just like taking everything like i was spending like 70 bucks a stop just going nuts and then i'd like eat something i'm like, oh, like i reckon i got too much now <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's...
0: i suppose when you if, if, if especially like things like badlands where you've got that that fear of like i don't know when i'm gonna get food again um instead of then eating like quick this could be my last meal for like another 12 hours
1: yeah i found myself too after doing this like everyone says like bro why are you eating so quick i just like scoff my food because i'm just in this rush for a while because i keep thinking i'm like racing but in um in badlands i went to this like i wouldn't call it a restaurant just like this little dive and I had like a rusted chain because I didn't take enough lube and I was like trying to ask him if I could buy some um olive oil yeah but like like my spanish ain't great and then he just brought out like this plate of olives and like, <laughs> like, yeah <that'll> do. <laughs> but yeah it's pretty it's pretty funny the situations you eat up in um the only other thing I'd recommend is having like some kind of fail safe in your bag like if you if you ended up like desperately hungry or something that's just a, almost just like a bomb of like calories you know mm-hmm. that can get you to like the next place. but it's
0: so kind
1: of like that you're saying that be, the, the backup the backup beta fuel. Yeah, similar to that. Yeah, but I mean maybe something solid. But yeah, yeah, it's definitely like it's, the, it's an untapped market for sports nutrition. Now I think about it, like. A big savory calorie bar.
0: <laughs> I know there isn't, there really isn't very many things. Like I was right? experimenting uh, a couple of months ago trying to make like a um a vegemite flatback. I love vegemite, like but um like a flapjack with like vegemite yeah. and cheese. And it sort of worked, but it just it's still it wasn't salty enough. And yeah. so yeah, that like there's there are some things on the market, but they're they still usually are too sweet.
1: Yeah, because even like um like a peanut butter sandwich would be ideal. Well, yeah, Vegemite, Marmite, Sandwich, but it's just like what are you going to carry around like a, of peanut butter that's probably not a bad idea yeah um another
0: one i've done i found works well is um like roast potatoes and i've done it before where i stopped at a restaurant i think got a burger and then didn't realize the burger came with chips and ordered like potatoes as well and so then i was like just put them in a bag and so I had the roast potatoes for breakfast and then for the ride the next day um so they they because then they they're, they're salty i think i added more salt onto them but then they fit in your pocket or fit in a bag they don't end up being too messy um but then they definitely hit the salty carb um sort of bracket
1: yeah yeah nice i think the only other important thing is because like you're really not thinking straight and you can do dumb stuff um it's like having one bag that's just committed to like nutrition and then always knowing how much is left because yeah. i've done it before when i'm like oh like i'm going good here and just like smacking back the bars and stuff and then like like go to grab another one, you're like, oh shit, there's none left, yeah. and, you know? So it's like just having that understanding of like, I might need to like, almost like pace out the eating for this next like 200K or 100K, whatever it might be, um, until you can get to a shop or whatever.
0: I think the other one I've heard people doing um, a lot is when they're rolling into a town, if especially if they know that things are open in that town, is that they're sort of eating everything in the bag that's left before uh, yeah. they get to the town so then they can just put everything into the, straight into the bag.
1: That's a, that's a risk though in case the, the shops are closed.
0: <laughs> yeah exactly so like oh uh, it's a risky it, it, it could work but it might also work against you.
1: Yeah yeah nice but it's funny like um, that hearing some of the stories from like the people that come in you know everyone's got like the funniest stories. Yeah. And like yeah everyone does it differently and everyone packs their bags differently and has different It's just, it's actually just whatever works for you.
0: Exactly. I think that's the thing with a a lot of sports nutrition is like, okay, well, just because it works for another person doesn't mean it's not, it's going to work for you, but you can always give it a shot and you can try it, test it, then test out, try it. Like it might be, this works great for one day, but two days, no, (laughs) it's not going to work. Like your red licorice, I'm pretty sure you're probably not going to eat the whole bag of red licorice in a day.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Believe it or not, I did that yesterday again. <laughs> oh I, was just, I was just going past. I really like red licorice. I was just going past the shop, and I'm like, oh. And then I started eating it. I'm like, oh, this is just like post traumatic stress. But I'm still gonna <laughs> too many yeah.
0: bad memories here.
1: Yeah, yeah. Nice one. But um, no, nah, it's yeah. The other thing that people don't realize about some of these is like, because your bike's so so heavy. Mm-hmm. and like this one i did was sixteen thousand meters climbing the tuatara so there's like a lot of hills and they're all on they're all on gravel so you're actually like people think you just plotter away at like endurance was mm-hmm. like dude, no you don't you like to get up these hills you're going like hard. i don't have a power meter on but you're like there's definitely some you're like over 500 watts like you're going hard to get up and then so it's not just like you're in that fat burning state the whole time okay. it's like it's actually pretty surgy. And then you kind of like get up the hill and then like cruise on, you know? So it's, there's also that element to it as well. Um, it's, yeah, it's not just like you're just riding along at like 200 watts for two days. It's like, it's very like, to get up the hill, you have to go hard, um, which obviously like depletes you a lot more than just riding around steady.
0: That's I suppose, yeah, that whole thing where you, you're needing both. You can't just rely on one or the other.
1: No, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, because I don't know. I don't know if anyone does these things like fat adapted, but even then, it's. I mean, if you're fully fat adapted, it'd be great. But I think to get to that point would just be too hard. <laughs> yeah, I think
0: it. It also then comes down to whether you're doing it for like speed, and because yeah. that's the thing with the whole fat adaptation. It's it's great for ultra endurance um but not necessarily for the speed and the intensity side of things that's where it can come undone a bit
1: yeah because even if you did it with that perspective like getting fat foods could be hard doing one of these you know like it's yeah i've
0: been i've been on a training camp with a keto athlete before and just yeah you're looking at them eating for breakfast like boiled eggs and olive oil and avocado and you like and sausages and you're like okay this is making my stomach turn at like six o'clock in the morning and I mean like okay but on the road like how are you going to get all those foods you've got you do have to think really practically about is this feasible is this going to work for me
1: yeah definitely yeah um yeah (laughs) that makes sense
0: awesome um any last words of wisdom for anyone wanting to do ultra cycling races
1: don't don't (laughs) um no they are like the greatest thing ever like once you're finished but you do you do actually just go through hell for like a few days like the the night
0: mental like damage
1: (laughs) like the um i don't know i think just um don't try and train for it too much i think like i've never trained like for one of these things like because what are you gonna do go out and ride like 600k each day like and just enjoy it and and be smart with the the backpacking the nutrition take sleeping gear unlike me (laughs) um because
0: how much how, how many kilos did your bags weigh in the end
1: i think at a guest i'd say probably like 10 to 15 yeah 15 kilos plus the bikes like pretty heavy already um because you got lights you got power banks you've got like uh, all your tools like all that kind of stuff um and then and then you go and put like six i had uh know oh i only had four i had four bottles on the bike um always just because yeah. like yeah so it quickly it pretty
0: quick comes up to like 30 kilos
1: yeah, exactly. And then you hop on it and you're like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. But to be honest, you, you soon you very soon stop caring about the weight of your bike. Like you go going with this like cyclist mindset, like, oh, how can I make this lighter? And then like shit starts getting real out there, and you really do not care. <laughs> yeah, you're
0: like, where is my jacket? Where is that sleeping bag that I didn't pack?
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah.
0: Cool. All right. Well, great having a chat with you.
1: Oh so thank you.
0: Nice.